Welcome to the EFC Podcast. My name is Karen Stiller. Today we're joined by Janet Warren, who is president of the Canadian Scientific and Christian Affiliation. Welcome, Janet. Thank you. Uh, now, I understand your organization to be a fellowship of scientists and people interested in science, so you don't have to technically be a scientist, who also, they want to understand how science can interact with faith. So the basic starting premise is that science and faith do not need to be in conflict. Is that right? That's correct. And in fact, I don't even like that sort of language. I mean, I see science as part of us filling the creation mandate. We call to have stewardship of the world. We call to take care of creation, um, you know, as the Lord commands in Genesis. And I see science as one way uh, that we can do that by exploring God's creation and in, in some cases trying to improve upon it and heal his creation as we're called to do as well. Yeah. So why is there often been this sort of conflict between the two? <laughs> I don't know. So historically, there actually wasn't, you know, science and faith and, and in fact, religion and the public sphere were quite integrated. A lot of the first universities were religiously oriented. All the hospitals were in, in monasteries initially. So there's a number of different factors, and I, I'm not an expert on this. So I can't give you all the facts, but Certainly things like the Enlightenment and the Industrial Revolution, which sort of separated scientific things from faith-based things. And then, of course, with evangelicalism in the United States and the fundamentalist movement, that was another factor that separated them. So it's unfortunate that there's been a lot of misunderstanding and that there still is some today. So as an organization, we actually don't take any official positions, but one of our aims is, is to really encourage dialogue and broaden understanding. And there's multiple different areas. People tend to limit the faith science dialogue to discussions about origins, beginnings. Mm -hmm. And there's so many other interesting areas. So my areas of interest are medicine and psychology and how they integrate with theology. There's people who are looking at physics and math, um, Ethics is an important issue. So there's just there's multiple different areas where faith and science can inform one another. Ah, now, are most of your members scientists or do you have people like me who might be a little bit interested but don't have all the scientific knowledge? Right. So it is broad. I would say the majority are scientists or students interested in science. And um, there's probably also quite a few theologians. I'm one of you who happens to be both. Um, so there are a few of us like that. Um, quite a few people in uh, science education, uh, people interested in the philosophy of science, the history of science. So, yeah, quite a few different areas. Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned in your own area, uh, medicine, psychology, and how they interact with uh, theology. Can you unpack that for us a little bit? Like, what are you looking at specifically in that area? Well, my problem is I have too many different interests. Uh, <laughs> like a good the, scientist. The most recent thing I was working on is actually uh, addiction and looking at uh, commonalities in addiction and the theology of sin and basically saying, you know, neither are simple, it's not a black and white issue. And actually at our upcoming conference I was going to mention in May, I will be uh, presenting on that in, in one of the, the workshops or concurrent sessions. 
Um, another uh, area that I uh, looked at recently was alternative medicine mm. and looking at it, uh, you know, some of its spiritual roots and then considering a Christian perspective on it. Um, I've also done work on cognitive processing and uh, spiritual discernment, so how our brains work and how that might relate to how we hear the voice of God. Oh. Yeah, so I've, I've done a whole lot. I've also looked at uh, the Holy Spirit in relationship to uh, counseling, which is hmm. one of the areas. Um, so also, it sounds very practical, uh, actually. I, I think so, Yes. <laughs> That's, I guess, another misconception is people think that it's all, you know, ivory tower mm. kind of academics. And some of it might be. And, you know, I think there's definitely a place for thinking and ideas. But definitely a lot of it is very practical, especially the areas of technology, for instance. I mean, ethics with all the new advantages in genetics is very important and very applicable in today's world. One of our um, members has looked at technology and how Christians should approach, you know, how technology, especially information technology, is uh, so expanding. Mm -hmm. So, yes, a lot is very applicable. And the other thing I'm hearing you say, Janet, is how I think is how the two like can feed each other science, maybe topics that are more typically scientific and then more topics that we might think of as, you know, theological or more just sort of thinking topics that these they really do interact, it sounds like, in a way that we might not expect. Yes. Another good example is a colleague of mine, a psychologist, has done a lot of uh, research on forgiveness. Mm. And not only in, you know, from a specifically Christian perspective, but just very broad. And in fact, there's people who are not Christian who are looking at the concept of forgiveness, which is very, a very Christian concept. Yes. So yes, there's a lot of interaction. So would the, like the research of forgiveness, which I, I understand is not your area specifically, so I won't ask you a lot about that, but I'm guessing that part of that would be looking at how we as people are better off when we forgive. Is that Absolute, part of it? Absolutely, yes. And just looking at different aspects of forgiveness and the motivations behind forgiveness as well. Wow. Yeah, that's not, that is, that, I mean, that applies to all of us, right? Whether we're mm -hmm. scientific or not. Absolutely. Now, you do have a conference coming up uh, called From Sea to Sea to Sky, Science and Christianity in Canada, uh, and it's going to be held at Trinity Western in May. Um, I'd I'd I want to ask you about the title and the topic. What, what are you getting at when you say that? So I should backtrack a little bit. The, the conference is part of a three-year grant that we've received from the Trinity World Charity Foundation. And the intent is to promote science and Christianity in Canada specifically. And we've done it largely by developing local chapters. So the conference is uniquely and specifically Canadian. And so the title referring to the breadth of Canada from okay. sea to sea. Um, and then as well, the idea of science and cosmology, etc., looking at the sky, as well as, you know, hints about uh, <laughs> the heavens, etc. So we wanted to have uh, multiple levels of meaning. Yeah. So a lot of the information can be found on our website, csca.ca. And the early bird deadline has actually just been extended to the end of March. And it is a fairly, a very reasonably priced uh, conference because, as I mentioned, it is being partly subsidized. Um, we have a number of exciting plenary speakers, and I think they 
also exemplify the diversity in the dialogue between science and faith. Well, I see Catherine Hayhoe will be there. That's exciting. Yes. One of the world's top climate scientists. Absolutely. And I've heard her speak a couple of times before, so I highly recommend that. She'll actually be speaking at our Saturday evening gala, um, along with we're having a concert led by Juliet Danielson from Simon Fraser, I believe. And the concert is called Six Pieces of a Reverberant Concert, hmm. Cosmos. So we're having talks on cosmology, talks on physics, talks on uh, biblical understanding of evil. Uh, wow large variety so not just for science people necessarily no not at all we always aim for a fairly general audience because even if everybody's a scientist for instance i'm not a physicist but i can go to a talk on physics and understand it mm -hmm. um, because we do aim to gear them to a, a non-specialist audience Okay. So there's basically something for everyone. You know, if you are a physicist, you'll understand it, I'm sure, at a different level. But if you're not, it will still be understandable. Well, and if I lived in BC, I would take that as a personal challenge to go to a talk about physics <laughs> and try to actually understand it. But I'll just have to take your word for it. Um, Catherine Hayhoe, uh, one of her, well, her big areas is climate change and mm -hmm. Some, I mean, this is an example of a topic where sometimes some people of faith might not see the role of the church or their potential role as being, you know, climate change, um, people who can care about that and do something about it. It gets political sometimes for some reason, maybe not so much in Canada. But speak to us about how our faith can motivate us to actually care better for the world, because it would seem to me that's what should be happening, maybe. Absolutely. And again, I take it right back to the Genesis 126, uh, the creation mandate that we're called to care for the world, to till and keep it. And, and those are broad terms, uh, which can be interpreted broadly. But definitely, we're, we're to act as God's sort of vice regents on earth in caring for creation, caring for each other. And we're all part of creation as well caring for ourselves, caring for each other, and then caring for the earth. So uh, absolutely, um, you know, understanding the effects of us not caring for the earth, perhaps, on climate is, uh, I, I think, important uh, for all Christians to realize. Now, people might choose differently how they wish to address it. And you're right, many of these topics do come with baggage that's associated. But I would really encourage people, you know, try and get past the baggage and at least get yourself educated before making any judgments on any of these issues. Yeah. And I, when I, I think what I hear you saying, and I'm, I wonder if you've experienced this, that um, your, your faith and your science, if I can uh, separate them for a moment, it sounds like they have fed each other and nurtured each other throughout your life and work. Is that the case? Oh, absolutely. Um, in fact, being somewhat of an intellectual in my faith journey, my intellect was a bit of a stumbling block because I could rationalize everything away. Um, but when I did uh, make a, a full commitment to Christ, it was you know, the step of faith and almost a bit of a putting aside of my intellect. But very shortly afterwards, I, I started really working on integrating the two um, and started my theological studies, which of course helped as well. Yeah. So I very much don't see how I can separate my faith from anything I do. I see the world through the lens of Christianity. Uh, I 
ask the Holy Spirit to help me in all that I do. Uh, so, yeah, not not to say that, you know, I don't go wrong at times, mm. like us all, and need the forgiveness we talked about. Yeah. Uh, but I, I certainly endeavor to sort of view everything through the, the lens of Christianity. And, um, you know, it's been constantly um, being humble and, and reinterpreting and, and learning from others. And, you know, if, if we need to change our approach on something, I think that's important to do as well. Yeah. Oh. So it, it's, it's always, a, it's an ongoing journey, I guess, yeah. is the, the summary. Yeah. Do you find, like, even now today in the church that you meet some resistance to science or are we generally moving past that or what do you think? Um, I think it depends on the, the particular circles and the particular churches. Um, so I, you know, I, I, I don't encounter it a lot, but I certainly encounter other people who encounter it. So mm. it, it is still out there. Um, and I think, again, just a lot of misinformation, misunderstanding. Yeah. And sure, you know, they'd, it, it'd be different views. And at the CSA, we really seek to encourage um, different views and, and different expressions, because I think having healthy disagreements is is good for all of us and keeps us uh, humble and honest. Uh, but it's it's about sort of the the general principle that there should be dialogue and um that's that's more of a concern is when people don't want to dialogue at all. Yes, yes. All right. Well, thank you, Janet. So if people want to find out more about the conference, they go to csca.ca. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. And you're hoping to get, uh, will people come from all over Canada, do you expect? Yes, people come from all over Canada. I should also mention that we still have a number of uh, student scholarships that are available. Um, students can apply online and they will get their travel um, covered as well as the conference fee and accommodation. So, like I said, we really are trying to encourage students uh, who are questioning to become educated and so you know, develop our future leaders in the area. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Janet. You're welcome. Hope to see many people at the conference. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To listen to more and to subscribe to Faith Today, Canada's Christian magazine, please visit www.theefc.ca forward slash faith today.